we have some special guests today that I'm really excited to introduce you guys to. Um, my brother has actually been wanting to come on the podcast, and it just so happens that yesterday I got a text message and we were already planning to podcast today, which was so weird. Yeah. And then my brother Kyle texted me and was like, hey, we're coming into town. And I was like, all right, sounds like we're doing a podcast. So my brother Kyle and his fiance Anita are here and we're excited to kind of just sit and chat and yeah. talk about all the things. I'm so excited, especially because you both are pilots mm-hmm. and I want to know what that lifestyle is like. <laughs> yeah. It's a common question. Especially... From you, Anita, because mm. I have to brag for a second because I think that this is so cool. I know you hate this, <laughs> but like Anita is part of the 4.9% of the industry that is made up of women pilots. And I think that's so cool. <laughs> we could probably spend a whole episode talking about you being a female pilot in a male dominated industry, but like, what has that been like for you? It. I mean, you kind of described it perfectly. So people will assume and that's okay like I understand there's not a lot of us there's only 4.9 percent of airline pilots so at the airport even the gate agents who work there and it's their full-time job don't recognize me so it's it's something that you have to deal with on a daily basis and most I would say like 95 percent of the time it's just kind of a laughing matter it's like oh hi you, you know you're the flight attendant so it's all good blah 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 and we laugh about it but there's a few instances where it's either a safety issue or my disrecognition is that even a word you made it one <laughs> um it's a it's a word now but them not recognizing me has prevented me from doing certain things that are very important to the job i mean you're kind of dealing with it now with like what you described you know you're talking to people that are used to communicating with the other gender and they're not Mm -hmm. recognizing that you're probably the one in charge. Yeah. So I have that issue on the daily. I usually have to always introduce myself as, hi, I am the pilot, even though my uniform is the same as the guy standing next to me. And I've never done that. I've never done that. He never never said that. And now it's, hi, I'm the captain. Yes. She's going to (laughs) have to That's going to be another hurdle that I have to cross. Is uh, It's a very fine line between you trying to make sure that you're nice because I don't want to be mean to people, right? Right. right? But when you're too nice, some people assume that you also cannot make proper decisions and you don't have the skills associated with it. Right. So as a female, I have to balance the fact that I don't want to be the B word to mm-hmm. people, but I also don't want them to take me as a joke because I'm too nice. Right. Whereas someone like Kyle doesn't have to worry about that. Kyle gets asked if he's a supermodel by everybody who gets on his planes and Anita gets... <laughs> Are you the flight attendant? (laughs) And it's not that being a flight attendant is a negative thing. It's just like there's a lot of things associated with our profession where I cannot be the flight attendant. And I'll Mm -hmm. give you an example. For us to board people on aircraft, they have to, we have to have two flight attendants on board. So a lot of the times we kind of show up to the plane as we arrive to the airport, and so it may be me and the other flight attendant on board. And suddenly we see people down the jet bridge, they're boarding. They're like, oh, there you go, two flight attendants are on board, so let's board. And I'm like, no, 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 stop, stop. Like, There's not another flight attendant on the board. They just assumed that I was there, so oh. it's all good. And that's actually against policy, against safety, against a lot of rules, and they just send it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So there's stuff like that that happens not very often, but enough yeah. to be mentioned. So like now you getting presented this new role of becoming captain, like what exactly does that mean? Is that like, it's obviously a promotion, right? 
Correct. And it's, I think a lot of people think that, um, first of all, the two positions in aviation in the United States, it's captain and first officer. So a lot of people think that only the captain flies and the first officer is the so-called co-pilot. We don't really use that term in aviation. We're not really a co-pilot. You're either flying or not flying. That's how we designate one another. The captain is the only person with decision-making skills, meaning they're the final word as to what happens in terms of safety, in terms of just anything regarding the aircraft. A first officer can certainly, like, they can help. challenge it. They can challenge a decision or they can help. You know, they, they, they can weigh in. But, yes, at the end of the day, the captain or the pilot in command. It's kind of like the, the judge in a court. Like, when right. you can put your hammer down and that's it. Right. You know, that whatever you said it is, right. is what the whole team will do. Um, and obviously that comes with experience. Mm-hmm. So in terms of actually operating the aircraft, there's no difference. The first officer flies, the captain flies, the first officer. They usually switch. switch back and forth every leg. Yeah. yeah, there's no difference. And I think a lot yeah. of people think that there is. So yeah. both pilots have the same license. They're more than capable to fly the plane on their own if they need to. Yeah, if the, so if from the, both if the, feet. If the captain were to, to you know, pass out or something, like we can certainly fly the plane by ourselves. Well. Yeah, not a problem. So with her now being a captain, which I know you, Kyle, want to eventually go and be captain, can eventually, you guys yeah. fly together because yes. <laughs> yeah, you're so, a first officer? Yeah, so if I remain first officer and I'm kind of digging my heels in and slowing my time right now so that they don't force upgrade me just because our industry is going through some really crazy stuff right now where they need captains so badly that they're forcing yeah. us all to do it. So I'm kind of uh, playing with my schedule a little bit so I can put the brakes on a little bit and she can go be captain. And then when that happens, I can remain first officer. We can pick up trips together and we can. That's so fun. (laughs) It's super cool. You said that there's a really big need for captains in the industry right now. What changed? Like what is going on? Because I feel like there's so much going on in aviation right now that no one's talking about it. But then you have these huge catastrophic things like what happened (laughs) recently with Southwest. And like all those flights got canceled and like what is going on? Southwest's issue is a totally separate issue from the other the other, you know, problem that we're having now, which is a shortage of pilots. Uh, Southwest, I mean, they, they have their own technology issues and it's their infrastructure that was the problem. But as far as answering your question for the pilot shortage, I, I suppose, I think, I mean, it's a lot of things. Um, you know, the wars that happened that basically a bunch of men became pilots in the war. It, it's, again, one of the factors, you know, Vietnam War and, and wars past and everything like that. Um, there were a lot of pilots that, you know, could go into the airlines after their military. So what you're up. saying is there's just a bunch of like 75 year old men flying our Essentially, planes. yes. <laughs> so well, well, so there's the max age is 65. So right. that's well, kind of the problem as well. <laughs> well. Well, yeah. And, and, and the other issue is like back back you know a generation ago, it was it was much easier to become a pilot. Um, granted, maybe the conditions weren't so good as they are now. As you know, once you eventually get to the airlines, but now the barrier to entry to yeah. becoming a pilot is is I just mean, to summarize it without talking too long about it really what's happening is that once upon a time a a huge group of pilots were created and they started and they operate these airlines they are now towards the end of their careers nearing the age of 65 and they have to retire so the airlines are freaking out because at the same time 
there's a lot more demand for travel as our jobs allowed us to stay home and work from home or work remotely. Now everybody wants to hop on an airplane and just do home, you know, work from Hawaii. So the demand has exponentially increased while the pilots are looking at retirement. Yeah. So as that's happening, the new pilots that are being you know, held in flight school are paying extreme amount of money to become pilots. $100,000. It's minimum, you know. And they have a lot more work to do before they can reach the airlines. And so there's a bottleneck. There's all kinds of things happening that's preventing people from entering the industry. So Mm. we're kind of looking at, you know, few coming in and a lot leaving. Mm. That's interesting because I had no idea. I literally thought it was because of COVID. No. Like it, where I'm sitting, I'm like, oh, there's no pilots because of COVID. But it's no. kind of looming. It was looming over industry. I think COVID just made it worse. At least yeah. for the last, <laughs> everyone, for the last else, everyone that wanted to retire was like, well, shit, I'm for sure retiring now. Yeah. Goodbye. Well, the airlines ended up offering a lot of sweet deals in order for you to retire during COVID because they wanted you out at that time. And oh. now they're they offered early retirement. They offered, you know, pay packages that kind of sounded sweet. Like, hey, the retired 62 instead of 65. Now, wow. now you can just be home for the next few years. And it was there were pretty good offers since the industry wasn't sure how it's going to recover. Some people predicted, oh, they won't come back for five years. And some people were like, no, it'll be faster. Mm-hmm. So they just didn't know. And so they acted upon that and they laid off. Uh, well, they asked people to voluntarily lay off themselves. Wow. <laughs> and they did because why not? Yeah, why wouldn't you take that deal? Right. Like They're paying you for a good amount of money to just call it quits. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> You had texted me, Kyle, a couple nights ago. Uh, I don't remember when it was now that you were flying through, like, a really crazy storm. Mm-hmm. For you, like, is that scary? Or is that just, like, I imagine it's, like, a surgeon going into a really risky surgery. It's, like, something that you're used to. Or, like, do you sweat the whole time? I've always it's, been curious about yeah, that. Yeah, it's for me, it's the former. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I just, I'm like, oh, all right, <laughs> I'll cinch up my seatbelt. Okay, that's it. I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. Because, honestly, for a minute, I'm like, I don't want to know, actually. I don't want to know. No, yeah, <laughs> no you know what's the best is, did you know that turbulence is totally normal? Yeah, I do know that. <laughs> I did not know that. And let me just tell you. It makes me feel so much better when Kyle's like, dude, don't freak out about turbulence. Oh, oh I could I could go off on this. I can go off on this. And, and I can <laughs> Please make, do, I because make, I get such bad I anxiety. It's, it's the most common thing yeah, that we hear, and we get approached all the time in the airport. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you a little, a kind of a funny story to go along with this turbulence thing. There was, we were departing Florida, and Florida has a bunch of thunderstorms. So we're boarding, and this lady that's sitting kind of towards the back of the plane runs up, and she sees me, right, in uniform, and she recognizes I'm a pilot. Thank you. (laughs) And she's running towards me, and she's sweating. She has, like, sweat running down her face, dripping, everything. She's like, oh, my God, we got to, like, apparently the flight attendant had moved her from the back to kind of over the wing. So she's running towards me. She's like, there's something on the wing. There's something on the wing. I'm like, okay, like, uh, let me know what that is because I'm kind of concerned if there's something on the wing and we didn't see it. So she's like, there's, there's, there's somebody on the wing. And I'm like, okay, what is she talking about? I have no idea. She wanted to say she's moved over the wings and she wanted to know if it's safe to sit over the wings because she's concerned about her safety and turbulence. But she was saying, there's like, there's someone on the wing, there's something on the wing. She couldn't even, like, uh, synthesize the words to say that she's going to sit over the wings, and she wanted to know if it's okay. So I look at her, I'm like, hey, that's the best spot. And she's like, oh, my God, thank God. And she, like, runs back to her seat, and she's, like, uh, you know, 
a little bit happier, and I see her at the end of the flight, and she co- like she comes running off the plane. She's like, "That was the best ride of my life. Thank you so much." I'm like, and I, that's when I realized so many people have like horrible anxiety mm. about this, and I knew it, but I just didn't know how bad mm. and that I was. And I feel like I feel like it's just a lack of education, honestly. It is, yeah. We don't learn literally anything about being a pilot. <laughs> no, we don't. Ever. I mean, that kind of goes along with actually weather and weather theory. I think schools mm. don't really teach weather theory. Not, no. not very, no, yeah. So. <laughs> they, they just talk about the general cycle of, of weather, so. not really in depth. Of I didn't know that I was going to become a mini meteorologist when I became a pilot, yeah. but it's I, true. I didn't either, yeah. I know so much about weather and oh, systems. Oh, it's clouds, <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yeah. So going back to that, though, like, how does that feel yeah. for you driving? Yeah, no. Um, Not driving. <laughs> <laughs> driving? Yeah, kind yeah. of we, driving? We, we drive buses in the air. That's essentially what we do. We're, we're, we're glorified bus drivers. It's, it's cool. Glorified bus yeah. drivers? Well, the, 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 the joke is that we're really, really cool bus drivers, but we're really lame astronauts. That's, 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 that's the joke for pilots. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's so. perfect. Um, yeah, no, like, if, if uh, you know, we had that storm happen, uh, we did delay the flight, and we, we we let the weather pass, but, of course, there's still weather there. We know there's going to be turbulence. We know we're going to be going at least into rain. Um, no, it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't really phase me at all, and this is coming from someone that, you know, I was phased by it a lot, you know, as a passenger way before I was a pilot. Yeah, it made me nervous as hell. I mean, really, when you are flying through a storm, it's like, driving through a storm i would assume right kind of different in the sense that like you just don't want to get struck by lightning yeah it is really it, yeah. well no the reality I mean, is actually we do get struck by i was lightning. gonna say we do. Really? <laughs> yes i was gonna yes. say i'm pretty sure yes. planes do get struck and it's yes. fine yep and they're fine and, and they, you don't even know it like if i was sometimes. a passenger in my plane oh got you'll, struck, you'll see a really bright flash you'll, no, you'll know you might, you might, you'll you know might not like um the plane is designed to take it basically it and it could sometimes you know damage a few things like if it exits the aircraft through the antenna sometimes we'll hear it in our headsets and it might like fry the antenna a little bit but the reality is it's never gonna take a plane down (laughs) so so here's here's my rant about turbulence and like kind of you know quelling those fears is essentially everyone is afraid of not being jumbled in the cabin right you're not really afraid of that i mean yes you don't hit your head and everything put your seatbelt on you'll be fine everyone is really afraid of the structure of the aircraft right you're really afraid of are we going to just start getting ripped apart? The reality is not at all. There's not even a single remote chance. The The structure of these aircraft are tested in such a way that I don't even think that there is a storm on Earth strong enough that you could fly through the center of that it would actually physically break apart. The thing is we avoid thunderstorms. Of course. And the strong course thunderstorms are, are, I wouldn't say easy to see, but we have a lot of ways to tell right. where the strong thunderstorms are, and we just don't fly through them. But you my, go around. <laughs> well, my point is, like, when they test the structure of the aircraft, like if you YouTube, you know, uh, wing structure uh, testing, you'll literally see they bend these wings, like, with astronomical amounts of force. They bend these things up, and they almost bend in half before the wing Whoa. finally gives. I mean, you, It's about you, a 45 degree. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's a lot. <laughs> That's it, it, so interesting. When you see those wings fluttering, the the wings are essentially they're laughing. just moving like they, a, they, they a just, few feet yeah exactly it's it's I a like joke that. they just they're like, like this is normal wow. like that that flex is a very good thing very necessary wow it's I, very I, good I really do feel a lot better about if now. if the wings were rigid that would create a lot of brittle effects and would you know cause problems but the flexing is is very i think people's um fear comes mostly from the fact that they just don't know the associated feelings or noises that come from aircraft yes and a lot of the fear of flying courses that people hold 
kind of explain those things. And once you know, right. you feel more in control because you're not the one driving. It's just like a backseat right. uh, driver. <laughs> you know, if you sit in the back of a car, yeah. you're questioning the driver all the time. I think that's my biggest thing is I don't like not being in control. Yep. It's so funny because I have a friend who's a pilot actually, and he's like, so scared of heights. I actually know a lot of pilots that are scared of heights. Well, <laughs> what is that thing in Chicago that we went and did? What is that thing called? Oh, the clear the glass. The, the glass when you like you, Hell you, you step. Hell to the no. Oh, that thing terrifies me. <laughs> Hell no. Absolutely, I, I get dizzy. I, I had to drag terrifying. him on it. <laughs> but if I'm at thirty-six thousand feet looking down, I, I feel nothing. Dude, I won't even. I won't even like the Space Needle in Seattle. Yeah. The ground is like slanted. I think it's actually slanted. No, mm. it's slanted this Down. way. Ugh. So like you're walking at an angle it's not flat ground Ugh. no absolutely not no yeah see that that makes me nervous but like yeah being up at thirty six thousand feet it doesn't make me nervous one bit it, it's it's totally different and again it's it's the trusting of the uh, actual aircraft itself at least for me that's that's why i feel completely safe and comfortable because i understand and trust the structure that's it so i posted on instagram asking people for their like favorite conspiracies oh, here we go and one of them is that the Titanic didn't sink. Oh, how could it sink if it never existed? We're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do you I'm, know? I'm totally making that up. Oh my gosh. Do you know anything about that? I, I don't know anything about that Titanic conspiracy. I actually have never heard that one. I've really? That, I, no. I find that very fascinating. Or the queen arranged the death of Princess Diana. Ooh. Why? Wow. Why, yeah, why would she do that? I don't know. Let me look it up. <laughs> well, they can't just say that and not give any context. I guess you only have so many characters. <laughs> yeah. Right. I guess you could Google it, Google it and find out, but uh, I don't know anything We about are that. unprepared for the uh, pop culture ones. Yeah, the pop culture <laughs> ones. Yeah, exactly. Like aliens and stuff, Denver conspiracies. Okay, tell yeah. me about Denver conspiracy because I, I feel spooky. Yeah. I feel the spook walking around that airport. I feel weird. My stomach feels weird. <laughs> Looking at that stupid horse outside. Wait, what is it called again? Lucifer. Lucifer. Well, I don't I think can't. that's the official name. Okay, but. yes. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's... And it killed the designer. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's. Like, I think that's how it got its nickname. Okay, it's okay. Hold on. Go to the beginning. <laughs> okay. Because I so am this, lost. There is this huge horse sculpture. Kyle's going to pull it up for you. And this artist made this huge stallion. And it's... I mean, you can't miss it when you're looking at the Denver it, airport. It, it has red glowing it eyes. Red glowing eyes. It's and right before it was finished, it fell over and it crushed the artist and killed him. And it's still standing. Oh, well, yes. then his family finished, finished it. it. Yeah. After it fell over. Yeah, and killed him. I mean, it's a giant blue horse with glowing red eyes. It, it's eerie and interesting, but I think that's what the artist intended. He intended it for, to be very striking. He wanted it to catch your attention as you're coming into the airport. I mean, Denver itself is the center of conspiracy theories yeah. when it comes to airports, I would say. Um, in the airport, I find it hilarious that they play along with this knowledge. Yes. And anything that's under construction, they'll put up signs. That, and some of the signs will say, the lizard people are working behind this wall. They <laughs> or, literally, you know, yeah, they, like, they play with What it. are we building in the tunnels? We'll Is it a tell. secret? Yeah. Yeah, I we'll had no idea. Yeah. I've actually never been to the Denver airport, though. It's it's a it's a great airport. Are you really sure? Because really. it's actually pretty beautiful. I'm a so, little scared. <laughs> well, well, yeah. So there's the whole Lucifer thing and Denver as a whole. I think Anita knows these conspiracies better, but I know that the tunnels underneath the airport, you know, they were claimed to, they were designed for one purpose, 
And everyone's like, well, why aren't they being used? They, you know, like transportation or storage or whatever they claimed that they were supposed to be. But they're like, no, why do the tunnels run from the airport to the mountains? I think the question really comes from the fact that the, these tunnels were built as a means to move people's baggage. So it was supposed to be these huge contraptions with uh, moving belts to get baggage efficiently to the aircraft. But it never materialized. They never finished it. Now there's a bunch of tunnels under the airport and no one really kind of knows what they use them for. Uh, yeah. You know, they move some vehicles and other things, but like, so why would you spend <coughs> billions of dollars building a baggage compartment right. and right. not use it? Right. So what's the conspiracy? Conspiracy is that they'll shuffle around VIPs. That they'll they'll okay. use the tunnels to get people out or get people in. Um, the elite. The elite. Yep. You know, people that are much cooler than myself. Mm-hmm. Speaking of conspiracies, what about the Chinese balloon? Or <laughs> have you seen them quotes? when you're when you're in the sky? We've seen weather balloons. We certainly have. Um, weather balloons. What well, real weather balloons? Not not <laughs> not. I mean, they're probably still made by China. So. <laughs> But yeah. Well, the reality is, we yeah we like for example, if you go towards Yuma, there's a balloon that's on a cable up to sixty thousand feet. We've seen them from the aircraft. Sometimes they'll lower down to like fifteen thousand. That's when you can see it from the small planes. But we know where they are, and uh, weather and other camera equipment is probably on board. <laughs> but you know, they're they're not uncommon. It's just mm-hmm. uncommon for a wandering one, and it's uncommon for people to not. see see it and it's uncommon for people to shoot them down because we like we all talk about weather balloons in this in this industry and we know what they are and we're all all the pilots that i've talked to just we're scratching our heads like why would they shoot that down if it's if it's just a weather balloon like okay if it's a spy balloon then like why would they use a balloon so what's your theory on it uh my theory is i mean i want to go with aliens I want to go, go, go with that person. <gasps> you want to say that it was aliens and they were blaming the Chinese? That's what I want to so say. So here's yeah. what people think for 2023, that we're getting slight glimpses of things to China, try to get us accustomed to accepting aliens, thinking about aliens, yeah. um, them being more part of our society, weird things Spooky. happening. They can't they, hide and they're just anymore. They're dropping sp- these little nuggets so yep. that the public doesn't just, react yeah. crazily when we get something more i totally believe that aliens are among us another one that somebody said which i know quite a bit about this was that the train crashes the toxic oops are happening in food production cities or where the amish live and i 100 percent i will dive down that rabbit hole of that conspiracy that all that crap is planned i know it's like eerie i know and and ask everybody i mean anyone you ask do you know a single person if you ask them hey do you trust the government is one like yeah i trust the government does anybody does anyone do you guys know about the associated plane crash with the train no what is that okay hold on okay so there was a train that was derailed in ohio and it literally dumped gallons and gallons and gallons of toxic waste which basically then made hundreds of miles in ohio toxic and they had to like evacuate families and it's now going to affect like um crops when was this 
a few weeks ago. Yeah, not that long yeah. ago. Wow. Uh, I think, in, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that they said, we're going to burn it. We're going to burn the chemicals. Yeah. And they're like, don't worry, it's totally safe. <laughs> Isn't and that going to put it in the air? You, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, sense, and then right? if you, like, look up, like, videos from, like, space of, like, Ohio right now. Yeah. You literally can see, like fumes mm. oh my gosh so yeah. now there's like all these conspiracy videos of like i guess there's a netflix document or not a documentary a netflix show mm. that was filmed in the exact same place in ohio that basically the exact same events happened right so it's like a show saw that. a show predicted this event happening yep. and then if you like run down this rabbit hole of who owns the train company mm-hmm. they also own the news corporation so the two shareholders in the train company are also shareholders in cnn and in fox and that's why you're not seeing reporting on this wow and if you are it's just very light yes it's not made as serious as it is we're like unfortunately we have or fortunately i should say we have tiktok and i think people are posting their findings on TikTok. So now there's the conspiracy of, oh, well, why did the U.S. government try yeah. to blo- block TikTok? And, and, and the news the news articles and stuff that are being reported on TV, the things that are being said, it's literally people saying, oh, yeah, they chose to burn it. And don't worry, it's totally fine. They literally say, hey, all the reports say it's fine. They're just sure. telling you. Just like really Chernobyl burning, back in the day. Yeah, like it's burning fine. chemicals is fine at well, all. Well, I actually saw a TikTok on this, and this guy was, like, diving down this hole of, like, Okay, so this spill happened, and now the crops that are going to be coming from this land, you are contaminating one of our the country's biggest farmlands for grain. So now all of our grain that's going to be coming from Ohio in the next yep. 10, 20 years is literally cancerous. But it's wow. fine. It's fine. No it's deal. fine. No, it's fine. It's all fine. This is, this is normal. Well, yeah, the no, okay. unconfirmed plane crash was, uh, I think it was from... Anyway, somewhere in the Midwest, they took off in a smaller aircraft, and there were five scientists on board that were supposedly headed towards the train's location in order to test the environmental impacts, but they were an independent group of scientists. So they didn't have an association, and shortly after takeoff, their plane crashed. So anyway, I don't know much information about that. Okay, I have a question. When you guys think alien, like, what do you picture? I, I have a lot of opinion on this, personally. Okay, say it. So, I don't know how nerdy you guys want to get. If you guys want to get into <laughs> physics, we have to get into physics. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know about that. I can, I I can, I can, ba- I can make it pretty basic. Okay. I just, I just want you to tell me I can if make it you basic. would draw them, what are they going to look like? Yeah, color, they're, everything. They're going to, I mean, as far as color, I have no, I, I mean, I don't really have a, a huge idea on that. They can, they can vary in color just as much as humans do. Right. So it's going to be somewhere in that. Like realm. a light green versus like a forest green. See, everyone wants to say, <laughs> everyone wants to say green. I think of Guardians of the Galaxy, honestly. Right. What if they look like on Guardians of the Galaxy? I haven't seen that movie before. Kendra, hold a picture for me. Well, like there's like the biggest <gasps> the one is, best is movie Groot. Ever. Like he's uh, essentially he's a, a tree. walking tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my opinion is they're going to look very human-like because if you understand physics and you understand like first of all, like you know our bodies need and most life needs water, right? Mm-hmm. And water needs a certain temperature to be liquid, and water behaves a certain way depending on how much pressure or gravity that there is, and in order for that that fluid, that water to move around and, you know, do things that can create life, it has Mm -hmm. to be under the same 
you know, circumstances. And they called it the physical, uh, the universal laws of physics because it's universal. No matter what planet you're on, mm. no matter where you are, gravity and everything's the same. So if you have water on another Earth-like planet mm. and you have all the same conditions, well, evolution's gonna still take place and you're going to see all the same things happen. And if intelligent life comes about, it's going to end up looking like we do because evolution is- or similar. Like or some very people similar. say, oh, bigger eyes because like of the adjustment antenna. to light. Sure. Like, sure. Stuff you like that. You think of antennas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking up Guardians of the Galaxy. They're aliens antennas. and stuff. And like one of these girls has got antennas. And, and see, my, my, my answer is not very, it's not very fun, right? My answer is. Yeah, I don't like not, that answer. I know, I know. It's not fun. But the, <laughs> I wanted next. to hear like big heads. I know, I know. But <laughs> Goggle eyes. Right. I, well, and it, it very well could be like larger eyes. Well, you that's know, why like I say, like, I'm joking around with, oh, Uncle Joel's an alien because I think they probably would look something similar. To think that we're the only beings, though, is wild. It's, I mean, it, what's it, more likely? That the, are the it's only way ones? more likely that there's definitely life out there. Absolutely. It is the, the statistics, it, that's just evidence, probability. and probably yeah, probability. It's astronomically pointing and to There's like a crazy statistic out there that's like, I can't remember off the top of my head. This is not going to be right, but it's like, we've discovered more of space than, than we ocean. even have of our ocean. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, and you're going to tell me there ain't mermaids in there? There's another conspiracy. There's actually another conspiracy. Is, is, is mermaids and megalodons existing? And Nessie. They, they claim that we don't, uh, we, we don't have research on our oceans because they're hiding those things. They claim that they don't know that, but we actually do. Dude, it's real. Yeah. It's so real. I'm like, there's got to be more people out there. I'm like, Wouldn't you're going to cool. sit there and, and tell me. I think I was one of my past life. I think that's why I'm so passionate about it. Right on. We're an alien. You have web feet or something? No, I just feel very connected. <laughs> That's fair. Can you and call the ocean over? really scares me. I'm actually very afraid of the ocean. Oh yeah, because it's so mysterious. So I, especially the depths. But would you go to space? Depths. So you're scared of the no, ocean? But would you go? Absolutely not. Actually, <laughs> Mac came home and told me I was asking him yesterday what he learned about at school. And he's like, we learned about it space. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I was like, did they take you there? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> and he's like, no, you can't breathe in space. And I was like, oh, you can't? Nice. Wow. She's very knowledgeable. I know. I was like, wow, well, I'm, I'm glad to know that my money is going to some use and you are learning nice. things. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, how silent it is in outer space? You can't, yeah, you can't even fathom it. It's I, yeah. I, like to think about that is just weird. Isn't it a conspiracy all on its own that you can't breathe in space? Because yeah, who yeah. found that out? Well, yeah, just just like the planet is flat, you know, that's another conspiracy too. Yeah. Well, you know, if you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> all of Josie's space knowledge yeah, comes hey, from Guardians. Hey, it really there, is. There is another conspiracy along the lines of what she was saying, of you know, feeding us nuggets of information that Marvel movies are being released in the way that they are to slowly introduce us to these new concepts. To to, to make it not seem these that blue bizarre. people. I'm like looking at oh. all these Avatar. Because imagine, Avatar. imagine like growing up in you know the early 1900s. You've never seen movies like we've seen. You've never experienced things that we experience now with you know the age of information. Mm -hmm. Now you see movies with aliens. You're just like, yeah, this is like a normal movie. Like uh, this is just common. So crazy. How yeah. fast because the X Files were ahead of time. Right. Yes, they were. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So. But can we talk about the fact that there are pilots who believe the oh, Earth is flat? Stop. <laughs> yeah. And yes, <laughs> there are. And we, yeah. Kyle's we over there. <laughs> no. Uh, it's just, I mean. No, it's, it's real. And, you know, f me and a captain, you know, when we cruise and we have extra time, we got to talk about something. And Wait, so, you can just go cruise? 
Well, we're cruising like when we're basically up in 36, 35,000 feet. Got altitude. it. Because the, the, the plane flies itself pretty much once you reach. For the most part. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. okay. That cruise, it does. Yeah. It um, cru- There's a cruise control. It's called an autopilot. Autopilot. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Literally. Where do you think we got that from, Joe? Yep. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's. Yeah. Cruise okay. control, autopilot. Same thing. Yeah. There's yeah. a. After about actually, 20. Technically, cruise control comes from boats, which is actually where a lot of aviation terms come from. And then that went to aviation, and that went to cars. See, I even look at driving a boat, and I'm like, what are all these buttons? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, left, right. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, we just we just have up and down. That's I all. can't even imagine flying a plane, dude. The buttons that you guys got. Three D. Okay, have you ever played Grand Theft Auto or anything? A uh, flight simulator? Have you ever? Played? I've had dreams. I did a flight <laughs> simulator before. Yeah. I've done like the legit ones too that you guys have trained in okay. because there was one activity that we went and did when I was like 15, 16 and they literally took us to the flight simulators at Gateway. Yeah. Well, oh, that maybe yeah, used yeah, to yeah. be yeah. there. Yeah, the military ones. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they moved them yet. So I got to sit in one and like. Tr- experience that? What a trip. Did you land the aircraft? No, I probably crashed and burned it right into the <laughs> ground. Okay, well, I was about to say if you successfully did it in the sim, then you could do it in real life, but yeah. since you crashed it, I don't recommend it. No, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think I could ever be a pilot. I feel like that's like... Makes now, my, listening to you send me those voice recordings of you like oh, talking yeah. to command or whoever you're talking yeah. to. Yeah, I command. gave her like a tidbit of like what we say. Because he sent me stuff. voice, he said he was sending me voice memos the other day, and I'm like, literally listening to them i'm like you sound so piloty like <laughs> your voice is so i don't know it's, it, just, it's <laughs> just because what we said I mean, once you've you practice, adapted well yeah once you practice and you understand what is being said it sounds more photosynthesis it so is like a different language i have a question yeah. can you do your pilot right oh, now God. do it do your pilot voice anita i want to hear yours are too. you funny some pilots are I funny like a, See, I, that's I what try. makes me mad about you what? is when you sent me a voice memo it wasn't funny and I'm like, why is this not, like, something stupid? Some pilots are, like, actually yes, funny. Yes, I love that. Right? Me too. I'm just funny to look at. I don't, I'm not funny <laughs> voice, so that's it. So. No. You're funny. No, he's literally had, um, I want to say patience. What are they called? Clients? <laughs> They're not clients. <laughs> pa- pass- pa- passengers. passengers. Riders. Riders. Just, just passengers. That's it. You got upgraded to doctor. I was looking Jeez. for the word. I'm like, it's not Man. patients. It's not clients. I, I know some people passengers. give birth on the airplanes, but we don't do that. Hey, but Somebody so gave birth Has on that ever airplane? happened where you had to do an oh, emergency not, not, landing? Oh, not me. Well, I actually. It happens, but not. I had a medical emergency, person. but not, not a birth. No. Oh, my gosh. No. I can't imagine. Yeah. Have you ever had to call a doctor on the plane? Like uh, I, I did actually. You um, did? Yeah, like uh, like right out of the gate. As soon as I was done with my initial training, I'm like actually flying the plane with a you know a special captain called the line check airman, and he's checking me out, and we're on a trip. And uh, one of those trips, we you know flight attendant called us up. We got a medical emergency. This guy is like shaking. He's sweating. He's He's pale. Uh, he's going in and out of consciousness. Wow. Um, so he suspected a heart attack because they said, well, he's had a history of heart attacks oh, and he's on a bunch no. of medication. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, and we're going into a storm uh, oh, in, uh, I believe it was uh, Austin. Do you think that's what triggered it? No. Well, like anxiety? We like... actually think so. Yeah, we think oh, that. Oh, you mean like. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, flying into it because like we, <laughs> hey, there's weather ahead. You know, we gave them some announcement that yes. hey, keep the seatbelts fastened, whatever. Yes. Um, we're gonna be going in some weather. We'll be there in 20 minutes, whatever, right? 
Um, but yeah, we, we think that might have triggered him. And uh, so this line check airman had to take, you know, he had to do everything he had to do. So then the plane flying was completely up to me. So, mm. and now he's doing his thing. So I actually, at this point, I had to do radios and fly. So just for some context, typically one pilot, like she mentioned, flies and takes care of the actual path vertically and laterally of the plane, you know, where we're going. Mm -hmm. And the other one takes care of radios and other things. Well, in this case, he's like, hey, I need to do both. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting checked out initially after my training to make sure I can, I'm capable of doing this and actually something real happens. And uh, yeah, we go into into Texas somewhere. I can't remember which one it is, but um, yeah, no, I mean, everything happened without a hitch, but uh, yeah, we've had that happen. We immediately, uh, we got priority. They like, they gave us a heading to fly. They told us, you know, when to descend. Mm -hmm. And we basically cut all the lines. There's yeah. usually like lines of aircraft in the air that, you know, they funnel us, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, forget that, you guys are emergency aircraft, go straight this direction. You know, wow. And yeah, we have access to uh, knowledge. I mean, most of the flight attendants are trained on the basics right. of, you know, health and safety, and they always will ask for a medical professional because we do have equipment on board that can only be used by medical professionals, and it's a little bit above what the flight attendants can do. So they'll always ask for somebody, you know, to hey, can you guys help out? Because they're trained. Like if there's a doctor or nurse on board, that's perfect. We have supplies, and then they can just offer like, hey, is there a doctor board? Here's some supplies, and the doctors know what to do. Wow, so that's so cool. Yeah, so yeah, I actually, we we had we had a nurse on board. She helped with them, and uh, and he was carted away. I actually don't know what happened to the guy. Um, a lot of times we won't know. Yeah, we just won't know. Like, Aww. and so to this day, I don't know what happened to the guy. Um, but when he was carted away, the last thing we heard that he he was getting a lot better. Color was returning to his face. He was coherent, so everything was getting better. So there was no sign that he you know passed away or anything like that. But, wow. but yeah, that was that was right off the training. So that was like, hey, welcome to the airlines. Yeah, nothing warm fun. me up to it. Yeah, <laughs> quite like that. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask what what was it like growing up together? He was so mean to me. Should we get into it? Oh, don't you start with. That. <laughs> Listen. We're all about listen. to My mom's this. here too. Yeah, listen. And, and I'm going to justify and I'm going to justify every name that I ever called her, okay? She started it. Wait, so how far That's are you two goodness. apart? 4 years. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, so there's yeah. 4 years between us, but yeah, it wasn't until like I think I hit No, we had some like we have really good memories. Like I was even telling Scott the other day how like I don't remember what we were listening to a song, and I was like, oh, me and Kyle used to listen to this song in his Acura going to get Ben and Jerry's ice probably cream. Probably Breaking Benjamin <laughs> probably or something. something. Yeah, or probably. a Day to Remember. I think that's what it was. Day to Remember. That'll throw back some like high school stuff. But yeah. yeah. He like turned Day to Remember on, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this song reminds me of Kyle because yeah. I just remember the days of like – he had like a system in his Acura, and oh, we would man. just – I used to beg him. I'm like, please just take me to Walmart so we can get Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, and, like, right. I always had my own money because I babysat since literally I was, like, 12. And so I, like, always wanted to just go and buy ice cream. Yeah, I mean, that like, so we, we definitely didn't get along. In, I mean, we, we got along okay. It was, like, high school. I, when I it, was in high school, we really started to get along. It got better, yeah, for sure. And like now as an adult, it's it's we have a great relationship, I think. I mean, yeah. like, you know, I would live in Denver, so we're, we're physically distant. Yeah, so but we talk a lot throughout yeah. the week we have some disagreements on some things <laughs> yeah. but we're, 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 we're getting there as far as you know seeing eye to eye with certain things in life so it's true we're, we're making headway on it as so. all siblings do i can't remember what else i was going to say to you nice things i don't know i couldn't remember where my head was at that moment so like with this this is her dream career mm -hmm. 
you've had a lot of dream careers. <laughs> yeah. My wow, brother, that sounds like you two are related. My brother, yeah. yes, <laughs> honestly, like, look at this. He's got quite the portfolio, okay? Started school for lawyer. Yeah. He would still make a great lawyer because he's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at arguing. He's yeah. really good at arguing. Yeah. You honestly he have will argue about literally yeah, the taste debate. of water. Like my brother can just he can dissect just about anything, which Wait, is a very great trait. That's a businessman kind of. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Or it's just an intolerable one. <laughs> <laughs> so then what else did you do? You did the book thing, you sold the mm-hmm. book business. Yep, sold that business. Which was basically literally a warehouse full of books that my wow. dad had started. My brother was running it, then sold it. Then what else? I'm forgetting. Oh, well, then the sculpture sculpture thing. So my yeah. brother is an artist on the side, and he literally sculpts metal. Oh my gosh, you were telling me about this yes. one day. I tell everybody about it because it's literally yeah. the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So he makes balancing so sculptures. Thanks. And he was in a movie, in a Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah. No of way. all the movies, no. what Ryan movie? Reynolds, the man. It's called Fre- so Free good. Guy. Came out last summer. Oh yeah. Yeah. So okay. yeah. if you notice in the beginning of the I'll send you the clip. Yeah. I, oh, there's a clip. It's like the five first five times my mom says. Oh, you, oh, you counted. I didn't even count. Um, Wait, yeah, it's, you're she's in not it proud. five times. No, 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 not, not me. So a sculpture, okay. a sculpture that I made. Oh. So yeah, so I was commissioned back in like March of 2019. The, yeah. the assistant producer reached out to me uh, to design and make something. They're kind of specific about it, so I was like, hey, I could totally make you something better. Like, no, we want it like this. I'm like, yeah. All right. That makes my job easy, but uh, yeah. made it. I thought it was. I was kind of skeptical of it. I thought it was a scam or something. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they they paid for it, and you know I, I raised the price in case one it was a scam, and two if it's going in a movie, well then why not, right? So yeah. they paid the price, and uh, they got it, they accepted it, they said, hey, now that we've accepted, we need you to sign these forms from Fox Studios, and uh, you know a year later, the first uh, during COVID, the one of the the trailers came out, and I saw it in the trailer, so I was I got all excited for there uh, when that happened. And then uh, the movie finally came out after delays from COVID. Uh, I think it was like August of 21 is when it came out. And yeah, the first like three, four, five minutes, somewhere in there, it's in his apartment swinging away in front of him as he's eating cereal. Oh my gosh. Um, how you see little clips of it here and there. So yeah. it's kind of cool. It's it's not like a huge deal. You know, no, like a lot I of people think it's a big it. deal. Like I'm super proud of it. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. But it's you not be. like it's the center of everything, but uh, it's, no, it's right I there, mean, front and center. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Kyle and Anita, for being here. That was so fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was fun. Yeah, so fun. You can follow us on Instagram at Wildflower Beauty Bar, as well as our podcast Instagram at The Wildflower Project. At the end of every podcast, we want to do a Q&A, so please message us any questions you might have. Thanks for listening to The Wildflower Project. We can't wait for you to grow with us.